Matthew McConaughey is a genius and the most brilliant man in the world. Discuss. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Right. Speaking of all right, right, right now, the PodMax Podcast. Welcome to the PodMax Podcast. So I am on what you might call a Matthew McConaughey kick. I don't think I'm unique. Uh, I just happened at this very moment in time for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I'm absorbing his book. You're aware that he came out with a book, right? Yes. It's called Green Lights. Um, I've been hearing about Green it. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm quote unquote reading it because I'm not actually reading this one. I'm listening to this one. And I'm just going to go on a little uh, McConaughey rant for a good minute because A, this one if anyone deserves to be listened to, McConaughey reads it himself. He is so... Okay, let me start here. I found out about the book, not because he went on talk shows, which maybe he did. I'm sure he did the talk show circuit. I don't watch any of those talk shows, so I wouldn't have found out about the book. But McConaughey, some uh, weeks ago when it first came out, he went on the podcast circuit. Yes. He got himself on shows. I love it. And I started hearing him on many shows. He was on Jordan Harbinger. He was on Tom Bilyeu. He was on Gary V. I mean, mm. everybody I was listening to, there was McConaughey as a guest talking. I was like, okay, first of all, I've never really known him outside of, okay, he's just this, you know, rom-com leading actor. <laughs> and I was like, McConaughey, I don't really know him. Judgment, uh, place him in that bucket. But now I started paying attention because he was guest on shows. Mm. And I said, first of all, mad respect, bro. You're getting yourself on podcasts to promote your stuff. And now that I'm listening, you're quite intelligent. Mm -hmm. You're quite smart. You're quite brilliant. You're quite creative. Just from listening to him on shows, I got that impression. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. And then people start talking about green lights. Then I start listening to the book on Audible. And okay, he reads the book. Not only is it so darn creative and poetic and engaging, the way he reads it because he's an actor and performer, right? So he knows how to play all the parts. So you feel like it's a character study and all the people in his life that he's 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 changing his voice and doing the accents. I literally, I, I don't know when this has ever happened. I can't put it down. It's one of those books. So I will leave it at that for a minute because I have mad respect for this guy. And um, it's, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah, talk, to, talk about someone who doesn't necessarily need to grow his fan base but understanding he needs to get into a space where there are more people who will get to know love and adore him as you were beginning to discover and becoming a new fan so good for him for recognizing yeah let me let me jump in here and uh you know i wish i could do an awesome mcconaughey impression but uh I, yeah he's, that's good good stuff man yeah yeah very um just 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 overall very impressive and it's called green lights I, I, I'm not going to get into the whole theory of the book, but there's a huge overt 
personal growth aspect and personal mm. development and personal responsibility of it. So it's not just like, hey, here's a memoir of my life. It's interspersed with like life lessons and yeah. kind of just be a better person. And I'm like, McConaughey, you let's let's do it. Love it. That guy yeah. is just all about reinventing himself. It's, it's brilliant, man. Because so much truth. Because, yeah, and then we can get off the McConaughey uh, tip. But what happened is he was, like you said, this rom-com guy. And then he realized, this is not what I want to do. I think you told me this. Uh, yeah. and, and I want to reinvent. I want to pivot. I want to shift my brand. And then he started to take more roles that had meat to it. And and people were like, who the hell are you, man? You're just a good-looking rom-com guy. But then he shifted that whole thing to, yeah. to become a serious actor now, who knows? Maybe he'll start a podcast and become a podcast personality. Yeah, yeah. a lot there. So yeah. let's jump into the to the very yeah, first segment of the yeah. Podmex podcast. Welcome, everybody, right. first of all, for tuning in. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're, we're going to come up with some segments, some sound segments. We, we'll keep promising it, but it's coming. Yeah, the show. But by the way, welcome to the fifth, mm, right? Not, not quite. Uh, the fifth not quite of Podmex Pod? Sixth? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Fourth? Yeah. No, I think it's the fifth. But anyway, <laughs> we are not sure. I'm pretty sure it's the fifth. So anyway, um, we are going to talk about pros and the no. So highlights from the industry, not necessarily right. podcast, but just marketing in general and all that stuff. So I wanted to talk about how 2020 was kind of a blip, right? It was uh, an asterisk in the annals of uh, time. And now we can highlight what really happened in the podcast industry in 2019, you know, and some of these things happened in 2020 as well, but obviously paused for certain reasons. But in 2019, I want to talk about all the big things that happened in terms of like acquisitions. Mm. So Gimlet, I'm sorry, uh, Spotify bought Gimlet Media. They bought Parcast, they bought Anchor, and they bought The Ringer and Megaphone. These are all podcast uh, platforms or something to do in the podcasting industry. iHeartMedia bought Stuff Media, and then they bought Vox Nest, and then SiriusXM bought Stitcher and Simplecast. Okay. Currently, the New York Times, so jump here in time, uh, the New York Times is buying Serial Productions and a company called Autumn, and then Entercom bought Pineapple Street and Cadence 13. So what does that mean? Those last few things, uh, we don't know who those companies are. The first ones, everybody knows Spotify, iHeart, uh, you know, SiriusXM. But these things are going to start to trail off as 2021 progresses because the big, big, big players have made their moves. Now, I think, and here's a little bit of my speculation, the smaller moves are going to be made by smaller companies or things that aren't going to necessarily make headlines. So because those companies are broadcast industry companies growing their portfolio or transitioning from traditional radio like iHeart is, is, is currently doing and buying more podcast uh, uh, platforms, is that I think there's going to be companies, large companies, who understand the model of we need to be a content creation machine and we need to be a media company as well. Why don't we start buying chunks of podcasts, not one or two Rogans, things like that. We're talking about a network of podcasts all catering to a certain space. So for example, anyone who's familiar with bigger pockets, they are a big brand, the biggest sort of online community for real estate investors. Well, they have a whole 
host of shows. We're talking over half a dozen proprietary, bigger pockets, branded podcasts, all catering to different types of investing. Mm -hmm. And who's to say that a Keller Williams or a Berkshire Hathaway doesn't Ooh. come in and say, hey, bigger pockets, would love to own those podcasts. Those would be co very complimentary to uh, what we're doing. So I'm saying not necessarily a podcast, Spotify buying an anchor, but another company that needs to turn into a media agency and wow. they do it overnight by acquiring a media company or a company that has networks of uh, a network of shows. So what do you think of that, Josh? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely... Oh, mind opening to say, cause right. The headlines are your media companies buying other complementary properties that enhance their position in the media space. But what you just pointed out is like, why couldn't, uh, uh any fortune 500 or otherwise brand name corporation who wants to have that division because they see the now and the future and they, they look at something like, like you said, a bigger pockets, uh, where, where they have a network of shows, they've already done the work. Why couldn't they just buy them, acquire them to then have that it's so perfect because a keller williams or a berkshire or any of those other examples eventually will want and need a podcast space <laughs> a, a, a yeah. content creation space something within their wheelhouse that allows them to play the game that is currently being played and is going to continue to being played because it's always been played right yes the podcast medium itself is newish and still really at its infancy but putting out content whether it was in video forms or in blog forms or in email newsletter forms or in social media for that's always been some form of communication yeah. with your client base or ideal or intended audience now it just happens to be like oh this is a great way to do it and uh people are going to start taking notice yeah I, I it only makes sense because now as people are starting to shift and understand that as a business, yes, maybe I own a, a multi-million dollar roofing company and I'm trying to create media and content. So let me start a podcast, create a podcast studio in our offices. Rather than doing all of that and starting from scratch, you could find people who already are in your space or catering yeah. to your potential audience or clients and say, hey, how about I purchase your podcast? How about I buy you and your network of podcasts? I mean, think about this. So we're next week, little teaser alert, um, we are going to be hosting on this show the Stork Community's new podcast so their podcast host the host yeah yes uh is, is uh, i'm sorry their names are, it's it's going to be um katie and katie mickey. and mickey mm -hmm. and they are launching and have just launched the store community i'm sorry sasha groups store community podcast so they want to come on here we're going to talk about their show but but my point is they are a massive agency with now creating an internal show that's going to be outward facing. And imagine if they were like, you know what, let's not do that. Let's buy a show that caters to our company. That's my point is that you can, by starting your own show as a business, that's, that's a great, great, great sort of strategy to do. 
But then there's also other strategies that you should be open to as well. And that is looking into something that's already established, has a baked in, built in community and a host that would love to be a part, or maybe bring them in and just reskin it, relabel it. There's a lot of really cool things that you could do. Yeah. If you are skilled as a show host, which one of the things I always love pointing out about this industry is that all of this, whether you're a host on this side of the mic or you're a frequent guest on that side of the mic, or you go back and forth like many show hosts do, it's a learnable skill. There is so much technique that you have to be aware of is necessary to do some technical, some emotional, some in the communication space, but it's all a learnable skill. Nobody's really born inherently with all of these skills and it's learnable. So if you just become aware of how to consistently improve yourself as a show host and figure out, well, what do I need to do to improve? listen to other shows, stay relevant and connected with other show hosts, see what's going on in the industry. That's all going to help you do better and be better. So when you have that knowledge and that confidence, you then have the leverage to gain attention of people or people within companies that might see you or you could reach out. Like I think you were alluding to, Eric, if you have a great show, uh, you could you could pitch another company say hey i noticed you don't have a show um why don't why don't i work with your Brilliant. cmo we'll co-host together Brilliant. i'll yeah. do all the heavy lifting i'll shine the light on you guys it'll be your company's podcast i'll be a co-host and and we'll do it here's my show by the way that i do every week maybe you like it so you can see what i'm capable of how brilliant improve. is this how brilliant is this concept so if pablo gonzalez if you're watching you could chime in here where you can actually approach a company and say, Hey, you can either leverage my show or I'll create a new one. And how about this? I'll do one better for you. Why don't you bring the CEO and I'll co-host with him. Yeah. I'll run the show. He just has to bring his, uh, level of expertise and I'll facilitate, I'll make it fun. I'll make it snazzy. And now you're not an snazzy. employee, right? But you're, you're a gun for hire. That's helping a larger organization establish themselves in the podcast industry. So brilliant. Any, brilliant, brilliant move, anything's bro. possible. There is no real framework that a show has to stay within. And I mean, there, there are just so many ideas, so many ideas that, that work. Maybe when you approach them, it's not, it's not a public show, but it's an internal show. There are certainly companies doing that where it's a podcast with two of the players in the company that they create weekly content only for the company's consumption, a private branded podcast. So anything goes. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. So what we got next is build it and they will come. So what the hell did we build this time, bro? And and, and who's coming? Uh, right. What the hell, as you say? <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. How dare me? Um, we are um, in, in, in uh, two days from this live broadcast. We are hosting our very first PodMax Mixer. We're building it and hopefully they'll come. We have uh, almost 30 people signed up to attend this free 90 minute, what we're calling Mixer. What is it? Why are we doing it? Well, we've been for the past year, we've been putting the main PodMax event on our calendar every six weeks. We, after 10 of them now, 
we felt that, you know what, six weeks is too long to go without schmoozing with the group, without getting the old band back together. So we thought, why don't sort of in the middle of that, why don't we hold a mixer where we'll get everybody in, but also it allows people who have not yet experienced the PodMax event to really experience it and to come along and uh, see what we are, who we are, what we're capable of, what we do in a in a friendly, open environment where we're going to be sharing ideas. There's going to be still plenty of networking built in. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun in games. That's gonna help you up your game, and uh, that's that's the gist of the mixer. Yeah, there's often people coming to us and go, what's it all about? And and Josh I and I try our best to explain it in less than 100 words. Uh, those of you who have come and, and are part of the tribe and understand, like, there's 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 a challenge in explaining because it's so much more than a podcast event, recording shows. You know, that's the easiest way to under- comprehend it. Oh, yeah it's, Logically. For, yeah, it's speed dating for entrepreneurs to get on a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, that on the surface. But when you go deep... Holy crap, there's so much going on with the community and the culture that's being built. You have to see it to believe it and understand. And that's what this mixer is for. It's an open door for those of you like, hey, what's going on in that house? Let's go check it out, man. I see some cool lights. I hear some music. You know? And then you, you you come in and you join and you're like, wow, yeah, I, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I want to hang out here. <laughs> We've had these on the calendar all throughout 2020, the event. And since day one, like you said, Eric, that's been a challenge of ours to say, Oh man, what is the event? Like, oh, you're getting on three shows. No, that's the last of it, right? A great benefit, but it's like, ah, oh, it's so much more. It, it, it's just been the been the struggle that we're always trying to evolve because we provide a, a vibe, a certain energy, uh, a certain rapport between the people that allow you to just show up as yourself, as your best, contribute, uh, be supported, learn, grow. As you say, Eric, we're in the transformation business. So how do you, how do you really show somebody that when they're going to the website to say, what is this event? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a little shout out to some of the people, you know, more than I do. Uh, some of the people that are coming that are our regulars that you're going to meet when you come. So like Isar, Maidas of the E-Tribe uh, show, Pablo Gonzalez of, of Be The Stage. Who, who else is coming? Oh, uh, Rocky Lalvani. Yeah. Of, uh, um, he's got two shows of his own. He's a huge friend, fan, and supporter. Uh, he's a Profit First certified, which every time yes. he's at our event, he mentions Profit First. It's like uh, it's like the opposite of cockroaches scouring when the lights <laughs> come on. He says it, and everybody, wait, what? Did somebody say Profit First? Like, <laughs> Somehow every event, there's like a handful of people that are like, oh my, I, I, I use it. I love it. I know yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of the, a lot of the regular players are going to be there. So, yeah. um, yeah. Shout yeah. out to like biz bros. They're coming. They're going to represent Todd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our new friends, um, in, uh, Ron, Ron cool. And, and Corey Carter of hindsight, yeah. uh, hacking, you know, they're, they're going to come and represent. So yeah, a lot of really cool people that you're going to really love and enjoy and, uh, and, and see what it's all about. So. And what um, what episode would be complete without the the c word mentioned clubhouse? I don't know why, uh, but um, Todd, we were just talking to. He let us know yeah. yesterday that he was in clubhouse. 
I'm still locked out because of my Android. Uh, but I did learn. I did learn when I tell people, oh, no, I, I can't participate. I'm on the sidelines. They say, well, you know, if you have an iPad, you could join. Like, okay. uh, or, or My not. iPad's broken. <laughs> my dog ate my iPad. <laughs> right. My other car is an iPad. <laughs> you know that bumper sticker <laughs> my other car's an ipad <laughs> yeah it's good stuff so man. so so yeah so if anybody cares and you have an android it was news to me as of last week it, yeah. log in through your ipad Jump in. i'm Here, like <laughs> yeah no i was gonna talk about so be be very careful with your time when it comes to clubhouse it is a vortex it will suck you in. It, I, I like to call it a time burglar because you, you you have the intention of going in and just testing the waters. I'm just going to be in and out. No, 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 no. Be careful because you'll get sucked in for hours and hours because the conversations are so good. It's figuring itself out. The community is just building every single minute. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I, I joined in. I was heavily invested, um, you know over the past few weeks, but this week I kind of took a break. I was talking to Larry Roberts last night and he was like, yeah, I'm taking a break. I'm like, yeah, you, cause when you realize, Is oh my it? God, I'm, I'm creating an addiction, you know, it's like, okay, let me pull myself off of the, uh, <laughs> really? the pipe here. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be cautious because now you're losing time and you're not doing the things that you, you plan to do wow. on your calendar and your to-do list. But it's yeah, kind it's of tough. like, it's kind of like the impossible burger. When that first came out, I said, no way am I trying it no matter whose menu it's on because if I do, I'm never going to eat anything. I don't know. I was like, I'm not even going to get involved. And I think that that's where my strength. Yeah. I have an iPad upstairs. Okay. I do. I admit it. Admit it, please. Thank I, you. I admit it. I have mm -hmm. access to an iPad. Hey, at least you're admitting I, you know, I, I'm not so much like I've noticed you are not an early adopter, which is great because I am. So we don't want to be two of the same things, but then also be cautious, right? You know, you know, the pipe is up there. Don't, don't light it up yet yeah. because it's dangerous. It's very dangerous and addicting. And that's the thing. So, um, I, I, I could go on clubhouse. I even got myself an invite. Oh. I even, res I even reserved my username. Wow. So I, I okay. right, don't Good tell anyone. Okay. Don't uh, tell anyone. Just, just tell the millions of people that are watching us right now. But. I'm halfway there, <laughs> but I've also chosen not to step yeah. in, uh, because like I was telling you this morning, Eric, um, I got like nine things on my immediate yeah. to do list yeah, yeah, yeah. followed by three things that must get done followed by eight things that my goodness, if I want to be respected as a person in this universe should get done. I mean, just everything, the, the list goes on and on that I, you know, I, I have one goal and I want to succeed in this life in certain ways. And right now clubhouse is not anywhere on that list where it's like, Hmm, maybe I'll put this aside and go to clubhouse. And, and that's where I am probably because I didn't get sucked in, in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Smart, smart move, smart move, brother. So yeah, let's, let's move on to our next segment here, which is have you ever, Oof, have you ever, should we every single time talk about the, uh, yeah, we can move past. <laughs> <laughs> we devoted five episodes, four episodes to him. <laughs> go back and listen if you want to know what we're talking about about our initial uh, homage and shout out for the have you ever routine um so this week it's about have you ever had to rebrand your podcast show we have two examples where this was the case first again our man larry roberts some short time ago he's of the readily random podcast fame uh incredible show a few months ago, he chose to put that aside 
and create and launch a brand new show called One Big Win. And he did that for some time, several weeks, I believe. And he then announced that he came to the very real decision that that choice and and path didn't quite do what he was hoping the reason for doing it would do. And he's going to retire that and go back to readily random. And he got a lot of support. I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot to be said for, for having to do that. Yeah. I, I personally, uh, refreshed my podcast after a couple of years of which you played a major role in, in, in everything that Josh and I do, we sort of iterate by having fun and, and, and creating and not, not being afraid to sort of like push things and move things around. So I interviewed Josh, I, I was test driving a, um, quick hits sort of segment to the show where rapid I fire, if you rapid will. fire. Yeah. And I was asking him the questions. He was not prepared and we had so much fun. And you said, this is live on my show. You said, why don't you just put this at the front of the show? Why don't actually you just make this the show, which is what happened. So everything after that episode where Josh and I sort of in real time uh, created that everything after has, has been the structure of the show and people love it because you get to know them on a different, deeper level very quickly. It's a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I, I refreshed, rebranded it sort of quietly, hmm. but um, another show that comes to mind in this topic is Chris Hardwick forever. I was the big, I probably one of the very first uh, podcasts I ever listened to called Nerdist. Wow. Yeah. It's not around anymore. I think it was, it was under the Nerdist brand. And he had that forever. And, and I, I adopted so much from that show. Um, but he had some controversy going on in the Me Too movement, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, and had to rebrand his show okay. and move away from Nerdist. Maybe they let him go. I'm not sure. But wow. he had taken the show, renamed it Idiot, but it's named ID10. So it was a 10 there, T. So it looks like Idiot, but it's really a 10 in there. So he rebranded it. So every time I looked up Nerdist, it brought me back. It brought me to Idiot Podcast. And I was like, oh, mm. that's that's his show. But every all, all the archives were now under that name. So I'm curious to ask Larry, if he's watching here, what happened? Why not just put everything under the one big win, new umbrella? Yeah, I'd like to love to have a conversation with him. Especially so you're asking, I, yeah, in, in, in his regard, like why? Yeah, I go why, back. Yeah, why not? Um, why not just rebrand the readily random and and continue the episodes in order under a new name instead of I'm going to retire this for now, open yeah. up a new shop over here, and yeah, or take those episodes recorded as one big win and put him. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. but still, it's good to always sort of rethink, retool, re envision what yeah. you're doing. And that's yeah. the point of this, that there is no shame if what you're doing is not, let's say, not working or not getting the results you want or not anymore mm. going in the path that you like or that is interesting to you. Say, yeah. you know what? I'm just worn out from these kinds of guests or these kinds of interviews or this kind of topic or this kind of a show. Okay, fine. Take some time. Take a minute to say, okay, what what do I want to do? And then how do I implement it? Am, am I creating a new show? Am I just sort of restructuring this show? It might take some time for your audience to get used to it and how you convert. But you have all power to do that. Yeah. And then the other show that comes to mind is 
the on air brand show. We might as well ah, talk about that, right? Yeah, yes. Perfect. You've you've known the on air brands live show, which used to take this very time slot. If you're tuning in live or on social, um, it was a very round table show. We had four of us as co-hosts and we brought in uh, a guest and the five of us would just sit around and really have a great time and talk about things that were interesting and get the guests point of view and get our point of view at the end of 2020 after 50 something plus episodes uh we wanted to take it in another direction so we had the idea instead of just you know shutting down the show and us launching this one why don't we find somebody to sort of take over the show in a whole new spin yeah such a good segue from the have you ever segment because yeah rebranding refreshing reinventing your show is often something that we play around with and not afraid to test drive so when we put this out there uh, no need to do a casting call for this show which is something that we are potentially going to implement in whatever we do and the things that we do in the future but we're like we know a guy you know a guy i know a guy he's awesome yeah he wouldn't this make sense so much value the mantra and the the mission of the show of on-air brands was always supposed to be providing value in the multimedia marketing space and we always wanted to sort of bring guests in like you said josh that can just add to the story it not necessarily be a an interview format so i mean todd was a regular spoiler alert that's who was about to come on the stage here, uh, always adding value, always appearing on our show. And it only made perfect sense to bring Todd Giannastazzo into the mix, right? What was he? Sort of like uh, Larry Bud Melman or Chris Elliott <laughs> to give a uh, Dave Letterman oh, reference? Is that it? Like we just Ed, pick Ed up the bat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who always, always yeah. popped in, always yeah. great, gave gave some of our best moments. Now this is where we would do the montage in slow motion, yeah. black and white, of Todd's best <laughs> moments. And let's take a look at some of the Todd Giannatasio oh, best he, moments. There of the he is. Yeah, yeah, bring He's him tripping on. over the studio. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Todd is actually uh, taking over the On Air Brands live show, and it's Todd G. Gina Tassio. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> we're going to get a little highlight, a highlight reel of dollars to, to nuts here. No, I mean, I know. <laughs> so many jokes. Uh, and, and what you guys are watching and tuning in for is not a one off introduction of Todd. What we're going to do is for this pod max podcast in the 11 a.m eastern slot when we are done it's a it's about the 30 minute show at the very end each and every week we're gonna bring todd in to sort of discuss what do you have prepped for your 12 o'clock hour coming up next show so let's talk about today todd what in the world's going on yeah i love it well first of all guys i am so uh just grateful for you what you've created what i'm able to help with and and, and the value that i'm hoping to bring to the audience so everybody uh thank you very much for tuning in and i'm excited to have you join me bring your lunch every wednesday at noon for this show if you're watching live or just uh subscribing in the podcast player but um to have a little uh Baton passing here, which no pun intended, but this Chris Hardwick uh, Nerdist rebrand, I would love to dive into a little more in our show, in the On Air Brand show today. So guys, mm. stick around and come for that because wow. if he was let go, but he maintained his subscriber feed, wow. that's intellectual property and a major asset 
for either his soul, his his personal brand that he was able to build off of a company. And that's the kind of stuff that we're going to be talking about on the On Air Brand Show today and every week is really, I, we're, we're playing around with the wordplay of it, but Eric, of course, off the top of his head said, what we're talking about here is the new show business, right? Like, how do you create a show media content on a regular basis that's going to align with your business goals and objectives because look it, it's great for people who have a podcasting hobby and they're talking about whatever it is that they're talking about that's great that's one thing then there's the turning a podcast into a business which is also great which is kind of like what chris hardwick did if you're a media company that's kind of what you do and then there's the flip side and it's really the people that we've been connecting with and building our tribe of is business owners who are using shows to build their relationships, to build their brands, to build their expertise and thought leadership positioning, right? And all of that, if you're doing it, look, if you're a smart growth-minded entrepreneur, you can't just be wasting time creating content for the sake of it because you want to feel good that you're putting stuff on social media. No, hmm. you need to make sure that you're creating this content, that you're creating a show, that you're doing it in a way that's going to help your business grow, right? And so that's what the On Air Brand Show is going to be doing. I don't think you're going to work out at all as show host. <laughs> that was the I'm a little late on that banner, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's the last segment of the show. I'm guessing, right? The honor brands previews of the next oh. show. Yep. So here's what's cool. If you're see, here's to what this. we do because we go on the fly. The first time ever, my headphones crack out, and I have to make the switch live. Yeah. And I'm doing it. it because it. this is a lesson for media creators: is always have a backup plan for your microphone, your light, your oh. headphones, whatever it is. My headphones <laughs> just crapped out live show here. And yet I made the flip, plugged in my other pair, and here nice. we go. So nice make move. sure you have a plan B for whatever it is if you do want to be going live. Yeah, yeah. Apollo 13 or building it while it flies or something. I don't know. There's something popping in. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful, man. What you're going to be talking about, uh, you know, what we're going to be popping in and out of, if you're listening to the PodMax podcast, uh, audio experience, go and subscribe to the honor of brands podcast, where you'll be listening to season two, episode one with Todd and, you know, diving deep into what I think we're calling right now loosely, but officially eventually show biz, which is like what Todd said, creating a show and how it serves your business. So yeah, we're really excited. Oh. Uh, Todd's gonna be be sharing so much and we're gonna be learning a ton as well with you. So yeah, stay tuned and we're, we're gonna be excited. Yeah, amazing. So let's wrap up this show uh, with a little recap of what we spoke about, pro in the know. What was it, Eric? Yeah, brother. So some of the highlights of acquisitions made big time in the podcast industry, you know, Spotify, purchasing Gimlet Media, and then um, we, you know, and, and other things like Anchor, High Heart, Buying Stuff Media. Uh, you're back. Uh, Sirius XM. We're just doing a recap here, Todd, yeah. and then Sirius buying, you know, Stitcher and Simplecast and, and a whole host of other uh, gigantic moves. But I am anticipating that there's going to be smaller moves, not necessarily headline grabbers, but things like potentially a Keller Williams buying a bigger pockets that already has an established podcast network of shows. Now you're going to start to see non-related podcast industry mm -hmm. uh, giants buying a group and a bevy of shows. So be on the lookout for that. That's sort of a prediction. And then uh, the other segment we had was build it and they will come. We built the PodMax mixer, right, Josh? 
Yeah, come on down. Podmax.co slash mixer is your free RSVP. Uh, you're going to be in the room with uh, a few dozen incredible people. If you've attended any of our events, you know what to expect and you should be there. If you haven't, uh, you should be there to really experience who we are and what we do. And you'll leave uh, with some some great value and time well spent. Did we mention that it's free? Of course. Yeah. Free 99. If it's free, free, it's for me. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and then Friday the final. Yeah. yeah. And then the final, man. Have you ever? What did we talk about? Have you ever had to rebrand or restructure or relaunch your show? There's no shame in that. Figure it out. What's working? What's not working? What you want to be doing? And find the way to move in the right direction. We've all done it. We're doing it in just a few minutes from this with Taji and Atasio, the new host of the On Air Brands Live Show. To prove it, he's got the uniform on. So That's right here, check it out for everybody watching Love here it. I, On Air dude. Brands. And you know, and I got, and, and because we're on the Podmax show now, I have my Podmax <laughs> mug. I'm fully oh, branded. Oh my I'm god! I'm looking forward to the Podmax tattoo that you're going to get <laughs> next week. <so. laughs> it's we literally. Won't... It, yeah, I mean, it's literally like we just brought Todd in into our cable news network as a yeah. new anchor, and he's got the brand. He's like, I'm here oh. with the mug. I'm here <laughs> with the uniform. It's like. Okay, son, I think yeah. you'll be fine. Well, you know, I showed, up my, I showed up at my desk on my first day and, and the team had my my swag ready to go. You know, oh, I'm, I'm here it. and I'm in, I'm, I'm bought in. And look, everybody paying attention right now, if you've stuck around this long and you know anyone who's in the acquisition business, I would love to have them on a guest on On Air Brands in the near future because not only what Eric you're talking about here of major companies buying up growing media companies, but I also have some other things I'd love to explore where a small me a small business okay. or a growing business could acquire maybe a a faded podcast feed yes. or a faded meet or a faded media business, right? So those kind of things, uh, yeah. all different types of ways that we're going to be exploring business and media. Um, and so if, if you know anyone, if you're listening right now, if you know anyone who knows about uh, acquisitions like this kind of stuff, please let us know because I'd love to have them on a, uh, as a guest to explore that topic. Yeah, yeah. And Phil, for the f yeah, I was going to say, feel free, Todd at onairbrands.com uh, officially. Oh, now we're on the hook. We Now we got to set it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reach out to him if you want to be a guest or you want to chat or you want to add to that show. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a ton happening and, and growing there. What were you going to say, John? I was just going to say that for the first few episodes of the uh, now new season two on Air Brands live show, Eric and I are going to be joining right. Todd. Yeah, and... Best guests in the world. <laughs> Thank you. And we're going to be, um, we're sort of going to be pulling back the curtain a little bit mm. and working in real time. Yeah. Spell that out, Todd. What are we going to be doing these first few episodes? Actually, Yeah. So the, the first few episodes are going to be very meta because what we wanted to do, you know, we get on our calls every week and we start batting around great ideas and start planning the show. And I said, guys, this is the topic of the show. This is what we're trying to help people with. So why don't we break it down while we do it? So for you guys, as our watchers and listeners, you're going to be able to tune in and we will go through the exercises like today. How do you align your business goals and objectives with modern media, creating a show? Where does that fit into bu different business models and stuff like that? And we're going to be exploring that for our own business as well. And and like you said, Josh, so for the first few episodes, that's what we're going to be doing is breaking down. How do you launch, relaunch, and grow a show that will help you grow your business and in a very meta way. So today's we're, today we'll be talking about 
business model goals, objectives for your business and your show growth. And then going forward, we'll talk about how do you determine who your ideal audience is and your tar and you know who you want to attract as your tribe? What kind of content do you need to be creating in your episodes so that people will find you and get engaged with you? How do you keep, you know, audience retention and all the, all that kind of good stuff. We're going to be planning that out for our shows on the show. So live example, live exercise and everything. So it, everybody listening, you know, if you don't have a show yet, uh, this will help you plan and launch your show. And if you do have a show going through these exercises is going to help you, you know, really grow and take it to the next level. So amazing. And yeah. look at our, look at our incredible friend, Orlin, always coming through, always staying close. We love, appreciate, respect, and admire you, Orlin. He wrote the show just keeps getting better <laughs> and better. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And thank you uh, all, sirs. Yes, Eric. Yeah, we're we're going to wrap up here. We're going to segue right into the On Air Brands live show. So if you're tuning in here on Facebook, uh, look for that feed. Uh, hit the notification bell so that you yep. get notified when that show goes live. And then also, if you're listening to the Bodmax podcast, look for season two, episode one with Todd and his wonderful bag of tricks to help <laughs> you do your magic. So yeah. And for everybody catching this in real time, we will see you on Friday at the Mixer. Yes, Mixer, 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 podmax.co slash Mixer. Always go there to look for the next Mixer and when it's coming to a town near you. So tune in next week, same time, same channel. We'll see you at 11 and then 12 uh, every Wednesday. I hope we added some value in your life today. McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs>